Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 107.1. Hey, guys, it's the 2 o'clock hour. Thanks for hanging with us. And uh, this week is whenever the spring uh, finales of things happened. And back in the 80s, we had a lot of sitcoms that actually had their season finale during this week. And we want to talk about them. Yeah, so I was over on the Internet, and it turns out this week plays host or there's an anniversary this week for two of my favorite sitcoms of all time and uh i would i would like to just play one for you and you know what mike if you'll just make sure my superpowers work i'll I do. click this one off uh so i can make it a surprise for the audience <laughs> this show uh the first one that i'm going to play for you uh let's see the last episode the series finale aired 35 years ago on May 7th, which is Sunday of this week. Have a okay. listen to this. And this is the last version of the theme song because you're going to hear it and you're going to be like, what? Oh. Here we go. Yeah. It takes a lot to get up right when you're learning the facts of life. Oh, yeah. 35 years ago, May 7th, wow. 1988 on NBC, that series finaled. And wow. that was the, the last version of that theme song that uh, we played. It's not the OG were you a fan of Facts of Life? I was until it got into the older years where they had like Mrs. Garrett left. And I was like, I don't even care. You know yeah. what I mean? You, like, so you fell off at that point? I did. And I did watch it. But I was really sad that it had changed because Mrs. Garrett was the heart and soul of Facts of Life. Well, and she kind of disappeared and would show up every once in a while on a phone with Beverly Ann Stickle, her sister, played by Cloris Leachman. Right. And I, I will say, like, I I love Cloris Leachman. She uh, is just one of my favorite people. And so I, I was happy with, with uh, Beverly Ann. But the, you know, the Mackenzie Aston, George Clooney era is, you know, wasn't as exciting, perhaps. as I the mean, OG. he was exciting when he showed up. It was I like, mean, ooh, he's attractive. He's attractive. But like, you know, I want Tootie. I want Blair. 
I want Natalie. Mike, did you even watch Facts of Life? That one kind of missed me, obviously, from an age standpoint, but then it also wasn't one of the shows featured on, like, Nick at Night, because I actually, my classic, you know, pre- 80s exposure to television was all what was rerun on Nick at yeah, Night. Yeah, that would make sense. That's, you know, the because Brady Bunch watched it religiously, Bewitched, Happy Days, Beverly yeah. Hillbillies. I loved all those shows, but again, th- that one Fast just kind of was in that weird yeah. middle ground where they it wasn't old enough to be on that, but it wasn't new enough for me to watch. Because again, it, it the finale, and, and it had sort of passed its prime. Like, if you go back, and I, I went through and watched the entire series start to finish years ago, because you used to be able to do that on YouTube. I don't know if you oh. remember, but YouTube used to have so many TV shows before, you know. All the streaming services is like, know, that belongs to us. Started gobbling them up. But, uh, and then I watched a bunch of documentaries and like interviews and stuff with the cast afterward. And you just appreciate how the show was just kind of like dragging along at that <laughs> so, point. Yeah. And people were like, oh, God. Okay, well, this week does not just, uh, is not just an anniversary for the end of that series. It's also the series finale week for another show. And by that, I mean my favorite show of all time. It's safe to say, or at least one of the many. And I'm sure you probably know or could guess it. In fact, yesterday, May 9th, 1992, this show went off the air. Oh, you're being sad. I was like, I couldn't tell if she was like, oh, I hate that show. No, I love and this show. And if you threw a party, it invited everyone you knew. You would see the biggest gift would be from me. Don and the car attached would say, Bradley, thank, thank you for you being a <laughs> And then we go into the second chorus. In, well, that's actually not the chorus, but or, uh, not the verse, but oh, such a wonderful show. And it was, in fact, May 9th, 1992, the, the Golden Girls ended after uh, nine seasons. Just a wonderful show, man. Were you a fan of Golden Girls? I always just assume, like, everybody loves the oh Golden Girls. Oh, my gosh, yes, Because if course. you didn't love them when they first aired, I think, you know, there's a very good chance you fell in love with them on Lifetime and then TV Land, or not TV Land, I think Logo or something. They were, they've were they kind of gone all over the place. Sure. I mean, you could always catch a Golden Girls episode. Like, literally oh, multiple episodes a day. I loved the Golden Girls. I mean, you just... it. I was in high school, you know, but yeah. it still was like so funny and, you know, junior high into high school. Everybody loved him. It didn't matter, you know, because the jokes were that good. It well, was just throughout all generations. Well, and I don't know how long it's been since you've watched an episode. Do you know the last time you watched oh, a Golden Girls episode? I don't even know. No. Yesterday. Not all the way through. Um, um, yesterday for you. Um, Mike. Uh, oh, I was going to say, let me just finish that by saying. The jokes hold up. The humor holds up. Now, some of it hasn't maybe aged well, right? Like, there's some storylines that you're like, oh, I don't really like that one. But the humor, literally, if you watch, I, I just think you can still laugh after absolutely. all these years, which is not an easy thing to do. Mike, did you watch The Golden Girls? Yeah, my grandma absolutely loved The Golden oh Girls, God, of course. so make us feel old. Seriously. Uh, I, you're lucky there's a window between us, Mike. <laughs> so, yes, I remember watching it on, like you said, Lifetime at that point. Yeah. So, it was great. So that was your first introduction. Mm-hmm. How yeah. old are you again? I am 37. 
so let's see. That's about 10 years. Okay, so yeah. So it would have long been in reruns since you were paying attention on the TV. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, It and by the way, Dawn, there are so many shows. I went back and looked at a list of series finales for sitcoms. Not just sitcoms, actually, like uh, just shows, shows in, general. in general. Yeah. And I will say the majority of the top 20 series finales of all time based on how many people watched I would say at least half of them concluded in the month of May. Yeah. And I think it's because of the old TV schedule, right? Like exactly. used to be that spring would be sort of the end because summer, nobody like, it's it just re-runs. weird to think about like how it was so predictable back in the day. Well, it also coincided with like the end of the school year. Yeah. It's just like, we're going to graduate into, so it just and makes you're sense. you're going to get that- crap TV. <laughs> and you're going to be watching like Joan Rivers at like three in the afternoon. Sally Jesse nothing... Raphael. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Golden Girls. Was there a spinoff? Of yes. That? It's called the Golden Palace and it holds up. And in fact, don't take my word for it because I know you'll think I'm biased. Like, of course you're going to say you love that. It really does hold up and ask none other than our good friend Grant from oh. Lori and Julia. He's recently started watching the Golden Palace. <laughs> And God, it is, he's such an old lady. It, I mean, <laughs> truly. He's great. I love that. He said, he's like, that show is really funny. And I'm like, oh. yes. The show would have continued, but for B. Arthur, she was done. She was like, I'm out of here, you guys. Is that why Golden Girls mm-hmm. ended, really? Yeah. is because B. Arthur was like, ready to move enough. on. I'm, yeah. She's like, I'm old. Yeah. I've done all the things. Who was the I'm, oldest on the show? Was technically, it the thing, I I think the, the oldest was always... Sophia. So no, not Sophia. She was the youngest. Uh no yeah. wait. She was wasn't she the youngest but played the oldest on the show? Yes. Estelle Getty. But now I'm trying to think who's the oldest. I think B. Arthur. Is that yeah. right? Who was the oldest on the Golden Girls? This is the kind of trivia I should know. No, it's Betty White. Oh, it was Betty White. By a long shot. Oh. By like 13 years. Betty White. B. Arthur was 86 or uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm misreading when she died. I, I was going to say, I think that's you might not be right at all. Of when they died. Mis- yeah. Yes, I misread them. My bad. Uh, who was the oldest golden girl? I feel like I knew this at one point. Betty I'm White sure. was the oldest of the four main actresses. Okay. Oh, no, but is that what you just said, Mike? She was born in 22, and B. Arthur also born in 22, but oh. uh, uh, Betty White was born in January, so she I think, oh, okay. was the oldest. All right. So they were about the same age. 22. Oh. They were both born in 1922. Then uh, Rue. It was uh, Stel Getty born in 23. And then Rue McClanahan, of course, uh, she was not until 34. So she oh. was considerably wow, younger. She was a baby. Mm-hmm. Who is your, like, if you could choose, who is your golden is a, girl? I'm not answering that question. Oh, <laughs> you don't have the loaded. golden girls without the golden girls. Okay, I mean, so, B. But, Arthur, but, but seriously. if you could play anybody, if it's your... B. Who, Arthur would be the fun, the funnest to play, don't you think? But who is your personality most like? I'm a, I'm definitely a combo platter. Oh, okay. You can't... I, I've never answered that question with one person in mind, because you just can't. Because I contain multitudes, Dawn. Oh, uh, you're a multifaceted B, golden girl. There's B. Arthur in me, like definitely yeah. Dorothy. There's definitely Rose. Yeah. You know, maybe more so in my 20s and 30s, Blanche. Yeah. And, you know, Sophia increasingly takes over more and more of my personality. <laughs> God. How about you? I am okay, so I'm half Blanche and half Rose. Yeah, yeah. Because That's I'm a common really combo. like naive. A lot of times you can you trick play me. Naive. Uh, no, you can trick me. I'm very gullible, but at the same time, I'm you know also kind of slutty. <laughs> Mike, 
about you? How I do you self-identify? I, I wish I I don't know of them well enough to say which my character is. Why don't you guys tell me what which I would be? Oh, um, I think you're B. Arthur a little bit. Okay, uh, definitely think? Dorothy. Yeah. He's he likes to be snarky. He's yeah. really good at like you saying, do have well, a snarky quality. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought that's a hard one. I don't know. I think Mike, we're just gonna have to. We're gonna have to. Oh, that's that's a good question. You know, here's the other thing people have to open their minds to when it comes to the Golden Girls mm-hmm. is there are ancillary characters. I mean, Mike could be Stan. I don't know. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's not and Stan. I don't know enough of Sophia's personality to pinpoint what. Oh really? Yeah. Like why? Why do you think that is? I don't. I just honestly, I just know that she has a lot of asides and little comments, but I don't. Yeah. I couldn't pinpoint her quality. She's basically a crusty old woman. That's all you okay. need to know. Okay. Yeah, she's not really that much deeper. I mean, she's a loving mother, sure, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, she's a crusty, you know, person who is trying to constantly get rich quick. Okay. Right. <laughs> All right, when we so come back. Grant. Uh, okay. yeah. Is Grant? Is he always? He's an old to... woman. I just said so. Yeah. yeah well. I mean, uh, like I said, I think we're all a, a nice combo of uh, all of the above. When we come back from TV shows to Robert De Niro's uh, his, new child. His new child and who has his, a parent. Yes, and you it, have the story on who that parent is. He's fascinating. Yes. Fabulous. I can't wait to hear all about him. We return right here on My Talk 107.1. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Hero. Now, look. If you're like most people, you probably have not given much thought to your air conditioner for the last few months. But also, if you're like most people live in the Twin Cities, the last couple days you've thought to yourself, hmm, I wonder when we're going to fire that thing up. Or maybe you've been in my house and you've heard the preemptive argument that wasn't actually an argument. I'm just trying to preempt the possibility of an argument over when we turn on the air conditioner. Here's the thing. It is also the time of year that you should think about making sure that air conditioner is in tip-top shape, and there is no place better to do that than with my friends at Hero. Call Hero.com today. They've got an AC tune-up for you, just $69, and that tune-up comes with a $365-day no-breakdown guarantee, so you can just ignore your AC as it cools the home all summer long. Just a couple of clicks away at callhero.com today. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My talk, 107.1. Everything entertainment, everything celebrity romances. Well, we learned, Bradley, that one older gentleman in Hollywood had a baby this month. And that person is? Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro, 79 years old. He basically was doing an interview and um, somebody, well, the host mentioned like, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, you know, you're, you're, you're the father of six. And he goes, actually seven now. And they're like, what? And he was like, yeah, my, um, you know, I just had my seventh baby and we're really happy about it. So we learned about this in an interview. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. Yep. Okay. All what right. do we know about uh, the child's mother and uh, what kind of relationship they've had? Good question. I did a deep dive on this woman. Her name is Tiffany Chen. They met on the set of The Intern, which was a movie with Anne Hathaway. Uh, in 2015. Okay, so that's okay. a while ago. It is, yeah. So he's known her since then. Um, she, he was married at the time to um, his wife. Um, uh, he's had several relationships. Uh, Hightower. Grace Hightower. Grace Hightower. There you go. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not speculating that they had some type of a thing say, going on then. Were they having an affair? I don't, no, no. It doesn't insinuate that at all. But they've known each other since then. And this woman is really freaking cool. She is a martial arts instructor. In the movie, she was teaching Tai Chi. Okay. Um, but overall, this woman has 43 gold medals. Wow. Not from the Olympics, but from international competitions for Kung Fu okay. and cool. Tai Chi. I mean, So she what? can kick your butt. Yes. And her father is actually a grandmaster in martial arts. Wow. So I just thought that was so fascinating. Yeah, of and, course. You know, uh, they're bringing up... Um, Articles that she was in, um, I read a piece about her in um, a martial arts magazine, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where she was uh, like martial artist of the year at age 26, and um, she can really kick some butt. I just love the idea that this woman is so, she has so, such a huge career in the in martial arts mm-hmm. and that she's with Robert De Niro. It's just such a like they definitely have met their match. It's like a lot of times with celebrities you're like I don't know who their wife is or I don't know, you know, the relationship you don't really pay attention, but this woman is fascinating and Wait, so they so are in a relationship? Yes, like he she was seen with him. They were canoodling on a yacht in 2021 um in I believe uh, around Greece, people saw them in, yes, in the summer of 2021. They were holding hands in the south of France. Um, and then the Daily Mail, of course, was there because they're everywhere at the time, um, packing on the PDA on a yacht. And they've been photographed many times since. Okay. They've never I did not pu- know about this relationship. Yeah, they've never publicly confirmed the relationship. Um, but, you know, the he's now been asked, like, was it planned? And he's like, those things should be planned, yes. So it was a planned baby. Yeah, so she wanted to have a baby or he wanted to have a baby, and they set about making it happen. That's right. So That's pretty fascinating. I guess I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know that I really ever knew much about Robert De Niro's relationship status. Oh, yeah. He's had, um, you know, he's he has six kids. He, you know, um, well, now seven. So many relationships throughout the years and in my mind like nobody nowadays has six kids or or seven unless you're tim zolciak or you're alec baldwin you know it's just kind of like rich i would imagine it's far more uh well it's far easier to afford all of those kids yeah definitely and i'm thinking i i just see that this kid is going to grow up 
the kid is going to be um, a martial artist. You know, it's like we're going to see this kid later in movies. Um, that's what I'm already planning, like a weird grandma that <laughs> the baby will grow up and do the same well, thing also, that her mother does. I mean, or his mother does. I, the thing I'm just fascinated by is that anybody at the age of 79 would want to be a first, not a first time, but a, would want to have a child starting at age zero. Right. Yeah. Like not adopt a child that's older or something like that, but like actually birth a child at mm-hmm. the age of 79 because yeah. chances are pretty good. You're not going to be around for much of that child's life. Right. Yeah. And while I'm sure any child of Robert De Niro's will be well taken care of for the rest of its life and will have, you know, hopefully many, many years to have Do a you- relationship with Robert De Niro, it just seems that's like, oh, that just seems really hard. Right. She's, I mean, essentially for part of it going to be a single mother. Yeah. Um, I you would know, imagine. not that we're trying to put Robert De Niro in the grave here, but you know. No, but I mean he's 79. 79. So even, even if he makes it to 100, that means the child would still only be 21. Right. It's crazy. But she is super cool and a kung fu master. Awesome. So. Thank you for sharing all those yeah. details about uh, his lady friend. When we come back, we have more on Kim Zolciak and Croy Bierman. We just talked about them. And we learned yesterday, was it yesterday or very recently, that they're getting divorced. We have more when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Weekend or maybe a full-on family fun adventure to Yellowstone this summer. Road trip season is just around the corner. And I would argue, frankly, it's here. Have you been outside? It's beautiful. It makes you want to get in the car, pack everybody into the vehicle and head someplace beautiful. Well, if you're going to do that at any point this summer, I want you to make sure your vehicle can get there and get you and your family there safe and sound. Best way to do that, bring your vehicle in to the pros at Boulevard. Whether it's an oil change, scheduled maintenance, or something else, the pros over at Boulevard are the hometown professionals you can trust to keep you comfy and safe on the road all season long. It's where I bring my car for scheduled maintenance and uh, any weird noises that I hear, by the way, if you got any weird noises, head over to Tom and his team at Boulevard. Head to blvdautoworks.com today. Tell them Bradley sent you. Run to Red this spring for amazing cocktails. The Trifecta, Craft Cocktails, amazing wine list. and The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk, 1071. We are here for these celebrity scandals, babies, divorces, relationships. Publationships. And it. yes, one of them is we found out in the last couple of days that Kim Zolciak from Real Housewives of Atlanta and uh, Don't Be Tardy for the party, the spinoff show that she had on um, Bravo, and her husband Croy Bierman are divorcing. Uh, we heard yesterday some clips about how perfect their relationship was and how people should be taking their advice on how to run a perfect relationship. Yeah, it was not good advice. It and was also it was really over Sherry. <laughs> it was really well. I learned more, oh. and um, I was like, "Oh, we didn't know this information," and I wish I would have known it yesterday. But um, they about basically their divorce? yeah because TMZ just keeps cranking out the stories about this that it was actually it's actually a divorce war this is a dogfight over child custody and finances it's getting super nasty um he wants sole legal and physical custody of their four minor children which TMZ is saying and you know when it comes to legal matters you know he's a lawyer uh, Harvey Oh, I thought you were going to say Croy Bierman. I was like, no, 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 no. no. Well, TMZ, when it comes to like legal matters, you're like, all right, well, I trust this this source because Harvey Levin is a lawyer. Uh, 
they say that in itself for him wanting sole legal and physical custody of their minor minor children, that's an aggressive move because that's going to cut his uh, Kim out of their child rearing process completely. And um, well, and would also entitle him to a lot of money. That's right. Right. And she's asking for sole physical custody with visitation for Croy. Now, um, most couples, if they're getting along and everything is like, okay, we're just we're not wanting to be romantic partners anymore. They do joint custody. Yeah. But they're they're not fighting over custody and they're fine with it. Yeah. And they're each trying to get money out of each other. So um, and they also claimed, if you remember that, which is um, interesting because they have no money. Right. Allegedly, supposedly, because they can't pay their mortgage because their home's been foreclosed on. Facts. Yes. Even though they said that's not true at the time. They're like, that's not true. Yeah. And their kids in the airport were like, well, uh, the bank no. believes otherwise. Yeah. And there are papers to prove that your house went into foreclosure this year. Um, so this is new information that, you know, they do live in the same house together, but it's probably because they can't afford to go get one on their own that is up to the same lifestyle. Plus, if the divorce isn't final well, yeah. yet, they don't want the other person to get half of that new home. I don't really well, know how it works. So he's claiming that he should be able to stay in the home, that he he is like part of his legal filing, as I read it, was that he wants the house to claim the house and she needs to get out. And so he wants her out of the house. He stays in the house. He has full custody of the kids, which means not only does she got to like hightail it out of there, Mm -hmm. but that she would need to pay him, I'm assuming, alimony. Oh, for sure. And child support. And child support. Yes. Um, So they actually uh, filed separate petitions for divorce. And and Croy, his was stamped on Monday. Kim filed hers over the weekend. Yeah. So they were clearly racing each other to be like, oh, look, we're. Which I'm sure the court doesn't care when it's a matter of days between. It's like they they clearly both have an issue. I just think there are so many more questions based on this information. Mm -hmm. Like this information tells me there's a lot more going on and I bet it has a lot to do with money. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Um, also, he is shading her in his new Instagram um, description of himself. Oh, how does he describe himself? He says, um, my ring meant a thing. Because, My ring meant a thing. Uh, um, your ring don't mean a thing is a take on a song. <laughs> no, that's an old, old song. No, no. Um, so, yeah. My ring meant a thing. And then he also says, um, originally his bio read. But what did his ring meant? What's the thing his ring meant? Um that it actually was a true marriage. Like my, my relationship was real is the implication there. Uh, Your ring don't mean a thing. He, is he trying to imply that she cheated? I don't know. That's why I'm bringing it up. I feel like up. it has to be because right. Like uh, he is the one. Well, but, but then I read that she got her paperwork. They both filed paperwork at about the same time. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But you could read his side of it like wanting to get full custody because you're gonna have to have a reason that you need full custody of the kids and that she is not entitled to joint custody and i would imagine that has to be a real meaningful reason yeah and the only thing i can think of is drugs alcohol severe money issues or cheaty cheaty sex capades or something right like (laughs) something morally something morally problematic that those are the only things I would think you would have a a leg up in court to prove that you need to have full custody of your minor children. Right. Right. 
Yeah. Otherwise, what? Like, why you do you would, need that? I don't think any judge would say, "Yeah, that's cool," because that's probably based on m- wanting money and needing to get out of legal woes, which we can all see that you have. You know, you owe the state of Georgia, you owe the um, the IRS tons of money, millions, and uh, unpaid taxes. So, you know, somebody's trying to get out of that. I would say, and it's both of them. <laughs> you know, they both. Yeah, but want I feel custody. like the custody things that like. That seems like there's more because at first I thought, well, maybe this is just some some maneuver for the two of them to get out of paying or they're just trying to throw the the bill onto somebody else. But at the end of the day, you're both going to be responsible like Mm -hmm. like you can you can argue otherwise, but like financially, you're just going to both be responsible. You were both married. And if your names were both on the it doesn't even matter your debt as a married couple yeah. is your joint debt right so but but i bet you anything because i am not a divorce attorney and you i are? know you've got plenty of you don't i mean we, we are not experts thing, is my oh, point. yeah because i've never even been so married. i wonder if there's like an actual divorce lawyer who's like oh yeah no this is classic case of Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Well, uh, she also sort of alluded in this TMZ article, the latest. She She being uh, Kim. 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 She also uh, seemingly alluded to the split before officially filing when she posted a meme about having a man. I don't know what that means. What was the meme? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to look up right now. Um, I'm just seeing this right now. Kim Zolciak. Beerman, here we go. Because when I went to her insties, I will say his his picture is still the two of them. Yeah. And he still calls himself a husband. So none of her friends, it also says that uh, she has not she had not told anyone, even family. That's what an insider said. Well, even Andy Cohen was caught off guard. Andy Cohen himself was like, I'm shocked at this. They seem so in love. Do you think, could this possibly be... Are they trying to get money or file for bankruptcy? It would be better if they were divorced financially. Yeah, but remember, like uh, 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 that—that that seems possible, except for the the like I need full custody of the children. That indicates to me that there is some animus between the two of them. Right. Yeah, and I don't know what that is, and and you know, in the past, meaning she... if they were trying to pull a fast one financially together, they wouldn't be arguing over custody. Right. Unless. There's some financial loophole. Like I'm again, I fully admit that I am ignorant when it comes to legal wrangling oh, and also me? how to pull a fast one. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, I would be really bad at that too. I will say we got a note from Angie who says cheating doesn't play a role in courts determining where minor children go. Mm. And I would imagine I don't have any reason to believe that that's not correct. So maybe it's yeah. not a cheating thing, but but cheating can motivate an attempt. Yeah, um, so it looks like uh, People says, because now we're getting these sources, there's no cheating on either side. The money has a lot to do with the split, but there were other factors. He's been managing the family for a long time, so he technically did have a job. They're not on good terms right now. I could see, here is another thing, and I don't know, Mike, feel free to jump in too if you've got a theory. The other thing that I was thinking about and we're discussing, uh, Dawn is sharing with us the latest on Kim Zolciak and Croy Bierman's divorce. The other thing I was thinking is like maybe he was just so profoundly upset with how disgustingly mismanaged the finances. Or wait, how, I can't say that the right way. Words are hard on a what day is it? Wednesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, maybe he was so frustrated with the way she mismanaged the finances that he was like, 
no, I am like maybe he didn't realize the depths to which their financial problems went. Mm. And he is just like, you are a piece of work, lady. I'm out of here and I'm taking the kids with me. Right now. Didn't you have a blind item? Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Mike, or maybe, where did we hear this story that she w- was coming back to? Yeah, you there just a, had a blind item. Yeah, earlier today we had a blind item that simply read, apparently this former housewife who will still or excuse me, who will probably come flying back to the show, found someone much more wealthy than her soon-to-be ex-husband. Okay. And I wonder if she gave him the uh, her real age, is how anti-lawyer okay. is that. So he's implying that there's, there is somebody else. There's somebody else, and she is a gold digger because that's how she got on the show. She was had all of this stuff and all of this money, and all of her friends are like, how does she get all this money? Because she was the talk of the first season, like, yeah, that's because she has a sugar daddy that pays yeah. for everything. And then you can't just be on TV and say, he's anonymous, because people will find out who he is, and they did. They? did. I don't he? know who, who, what his name is. He's just some guy who has a lot of money, but he also happened to be, P.S., married. Mm. So, you know, and she's like, no, no, no. It's not him. You know, she denied everything, but it's like, honey, they have receipts. I'm sure I'm pretty sure Nini was the one to track all that down because they do not like each other. Well, I imagine more on this story will be revealed as the days and weeks. I just think and I think the last story that I saw this morning was like, it's not going to be pretty. Mm. Uh, And it just seems like when you've got both sides running to their opposite corners and demanding full custody of the children, that that's. Things are going to because you're going to have to prove that the other person can't have the kids. And how do you do that without making them look like they're an evil person? That's right. And how do you do that without releasing some salacious gossip? We're going to hear more for sure. And I hope she does come back because she's going to need a job. You know, um, I don't know how good the wig business is going. She probably has other jobs, too. I'm sure she has an empire. Well, and speaking of empires, Mike has an empire of its own. It's a game show empire. He has his own wheel, and he will spin it (laughs) when we return right here on My Talk 1071. We're looking for love in usually the wrong places. Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8. It's Second Chance Romance. The Little Blind Spot. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation now through July 31st. 
get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each additional unit with PowerView. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process. Or check them out online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. It is time to play our game in the final segment of our show, all hosted by the wonderful Mike Ganker. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, it is time for Game Show Roulette, Yay! which means we spin the roulette wheel of game shows, and wherever it lands, that is what we will play today. Here it goes. Oh. What? Is this a presidential quiz? Here we go. It's no, British. it's just British. Oh. <laughs> that's the British background yeah, music I yeah. always play, Don, when I'm outside Buckingham Palace. Yeah, that's right. That's because today we're having a royal popularity contest. Oh. Now, we last played this like months ago. It was a celebrity popularity contest. What? How it works is you're, we're going to go back and forth. You're going to say how much you think a... Certain celebrity is either liked or disliked. The other person says higher, lower. Oh, we roll was through I it. Here when we did that, I think you were. That's I possible. I'm I not black, sure. Blacked it out. It's, oh. it's been a while. So okay. uh, metaphorically, but of course, it's a fun game here, and uh, it uh, is going to give us an opportunity this time with the royal popularity contest to explore people who were at the recent coronation. Oh, fabulous! I oh. can't wait. I and just want to know the info. This is going to be fun. Yes, I agree. Uh, Juicy. This is all according to YouGov polls. So again, this is how Americans, according to YouGov polls, feel about these individuals. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh-huh. So I flipped a coin here. Need someone to call it? Bra- uh, Bradley. Just call it heads or tails. Tails. It's heads. <laughs> so Don will set our. What I'm doing. So Don will set our first line, and uh, there's no ringing in on this one. It's just okay. we'll go Don't back and it. forth. Someone sets the line. Now again, you want to be as close to the correct answer as possible, and if you do get the uh, exact answer correct, I'm going <gasps> to give you a bonus oh. point. Candy. Oh. No, a bonus point. Okay. So it's Don, gonna be, yeah. So you want to get candy. Want to get as close as possible. Here we go. Again, we are going to start off a royal popularity contest with this question. According to the YouGov polls, how many Americans like Prince of Wales William? Oh. Prince of Wales William. William Prince of Wales. Oh. Ha- oh, sorry. Like I, I, miss, I misspoke there. Disliked. Oh, disliked. How many disliked? How many we'll go with that first. Disliked And Don, you get to set the line. How many dislike William Prince of Wales? Oh, I will say 41. You think 41% of Americans dislike Prince of Wales. How about you, Bradley? I, I, I think it's a larger sum, okay. Bob. So yeah. you're going to say higher I'm than... I'm going to say higher than 41. Is it higher than 41? Ow! According to this poll, only 21% dislike oh! William. Yeah, they're Don, Team William for that, sure. That's a point for you. Okay. You think Americans are Team William? Absolutely. They're totally anti-Harry. Oh, okay. But I don't do want to give away my what do I answers. Know? Well, why don't well, we find out? what you're going to answer, and I'm going to steal the, them all. By the way, according to this, 43% like William. 
Oh, 43% like William, 21% is uh, dislike, which we went with. What Let's about the other 30 flip- something percent? They were in 27% were like, Who's were ne- that? were neutral, or 20 <laughs> okay. percent were neutral. Here we go, second one. So it's Don with a 1 0 lead. Prince Harry, the Duke of Sussex. How many people like oh. Prince Harry? And again, this is according to the YouGov poll. How many oh. Americans like this Prince Harry? This is hard, Bob. Well, so based on Dawn's theory that they hate uh, Harry, then it would be a low number. But then how low, right? Wait, you said percent that... Like Prince Harry. Like Prince Harry. Uh, That would be a low number, but I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say that like Prince Harry... I feel like they like Prince Harry. Then give an answer. Okay, I'm going to say... 43. 43. Dawn, do you think it's higher or lower than 43? Lower. Based on your opinion, I thought you were going to go that route. Is it lower than 43%? America's Team Harry. They are? That's what I thought. Like, I think they don't like Megan. For, oh. Why don't Which, we stop giving our hand away as we're working oh, through this? Sorry. Oh. 46% of people. Like we don't know. 46? 46% of, uh, of Americans, okay. of the percentage, oh, say that they like Prince Harry. You did almost get the bonus, but we're all knotted up here. One, one apiece. Let's move on to number three. And we're going to go with Catherine. Kate, hey, Catherine. Princess of Wales. Now, we're going to say how many people dislike Kate. And this is Dawn who gets to start. Dislikes Kate. Um, I will say, ooh, do they dislike her? Oof. It's hard, right? It is. I'll say uh, 47%. 47% dislike. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I was thinking like. I'm yep, sorry. Yep. So dislike. Um, dislike will be... Um, 25%. 25%. Bradley, higher or lower than 25%? Dislike her. Well, Americans uh, are many things. They like to pit women against each other. Yes. And William disliked They disliked him, what, 21%? Yes. I got to feel like they dislike uh, the woman more. So, okay. but I don't know how much more. Mm-hmm. No, you could so, be. Got a few to that. get through. Let's uh, get in the hey! <laughs> I'm going to say uh, higher. You're going to say higher. Oh. And what was the line you said, Don? 25. 25. You say higher than 25%? Dislike. We love Kate. Only 9, 9% of people dislike, dislike Kate. Kate. Okay. All so right. So we're learning something about, about us. Ooh. 45% say they liked, and then the rest were neutral or didn't answer. One okay. Or two. okay. All right. Moving on to, yes, and this was that point, by the way, went 9%. to Dawn. Moving on to Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex. Gotcha. How many people said they liked Meghan Markle? Oh, this is so out of a hundred percent because people are horrible. Oh God! Do Wait, three more I'm sorry. Two. It's happy. This is light. light. Happy. Happy. <laughs> How many liked? How many like Meghan Markle? Like it's going to be low because Americans are they are just buying all this. They're just buying all this nonsense. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, like her to. Mm. Uh, 21%. 21%. Higher or lower than 21%, Dawn? I will say that they, um, it's higher than 21% dislike her. No, this is like. Oh, like. like. <laughs> How many um, like oh, Megan Markle? Um, oh, See? Uh, 
Mm, I'll so say higher. I'll say higher. Math. I'll say higher. Is it higher than whatever Bradley said? 21%. Yes, it is. Oh. We found out that we're team, people are Team Harry, so of course, she's a little higher up there. She's liked by 36%, according to this. Okay. Only disliked by 24%. Okay, good. All right. So with that, Don, you have a 2-1 lead. Means Bradley has to get these last two. Let's do them quickly. King Charles <laughs> himself. How many people are dis or what percentage Ooh. dislike King Charles? Don? Ooh, I for the win. S- yes, for the um I will say dislike him. It will be um, 38%. 38%. Bradley, do you think it is higher or lower? Higher. You think it's higher? The dislike, dislike King Charles. King Charles, yeah. Higher than 30, would you say 8%? Yeah, 38. It is lower. Don is the winner. Wow. What is it? Uh, I don't 29%. Know the American 29%. Yeah. Okay. So basically, so less than a third. Of one people. thing we learned from this thing is that not many people care about the royal family. Yeah, they don't care. It was like 30% each direction were neutral. They didn't really have like a dog they in the should fight. force them to say, I like or dislike. You know, that's just my opinion. Well, yeah. Also, I'm having trouble keeping the likes and dislikes in my head straight. I wanted so. to do it in a fun way to kind but of. But I appreciate you know, like the effort. That was really fun, and Mike. Also, who do they hate most then? Based on this, they do hate. Uh, out of all of this, they hate, and we didn't get to her because she was last. But, but, oh, they hate uh, Camilla. They hate Camilla. Yeah. yeah what was it? Forty-five percent of people. <laughs> Forty-five percent. Oh, sorry, you're <laughs> celebrating people's that's hatred. Even, that's ten percent more than not the way to end it. this show. Ten percent more than Megan. Oh, well, she's had some time yeah. to develop that that number. <laughs> and also, Megan's one of us, right? There you go. She's an American, mm-hmm. and we do love Americans. Most of them here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. When we return, oh look. We're not. Bye. (laughs) Are you having fun? Having so much fun. My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment.